We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Shuchuk. This is Results Radio. And as always, we are here to serve, support, and add value to what you do in your business to help you build your business. And we do that through bringing you some of the very best leaders today, those people that can share where they are, how they got to where they are, and how they are creating an impact on the world. And today, as always, I have an amazing guest. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But I want you to really engage with this for just a second. If you go to our website, yourresultsradio.com, one of the keys to success, one of the keys to achieving the results you want is about how you execute. The missing step for most people is the execution part. They may talk about goals and objectives, but it's, it's about the action. Go to our website, yourresultsradio.com, get a copy of the results journal. It's set up in a way to help you achieve faster, to collapse time frames, and to actually get there instead of just talking about it. Today on the show, very special guest as always, entrepreneur and business leader, Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial original Shark Tank, participant on ABC, as seen on TV industry. This guy, is the, he's the leader, he's the pioneer in this. He's launched over 500 products resulting in more than $5 billion in sales worldwide. He's a best-selling author. He, this guy is unbelievable. You want to listen to this, you want to engage with what he's got to share with us. Kevin, welcome to the show. Sean, thanks for having me. It's great, uh, great to be here. Big stuff to talk about, I hope, huh? That's, that's awesome. Well, I want to start by asking you this. Um, you've done a lot of amazing things that some people, they look at and go, well, you know, I, I, I can't do that. I'm not Kevin Harrington. Um, I, I'm not a star from, you know, the show. I don't appear on media regularly. Share with us, where did you start? Well, so, and, and by the way, when most people that would say that, they, they just have to look at where they are in their development. And, and I, I started back, you know, many years ago, but just finding some products and putting them up and building a business. It, you take it a step at a time. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't until the Shark Tank that I got the exposure as an entrepreneur. But, um, you know, I've been you know, just a, a, you know, a hardworking entrepreneur all, all those years. But it, it all started for me. And I, I talk about a few eureka moments in, in my life. Um, one of the, the, the first moments for me, and it, and it happened because, I positioned my mind and my, my daily duties into, into a curiosity overload mode is, is what I say. And meaning I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be and all that, but I, I was entrepreneurial. I was running a, a business development and brokerage company. We sold businesses. And so I had a chance to see the inner workings of a lot of companies. So that was curiosity unto itself. But I went to lots of trade shows and one night I'm watching television and a Discovery Channel went 
went blank, and then bars on the screen came up for six hours. And when I called the cable company to find out what was going on, they said, Discovery's only an 18-hour-a-day network. We put bars up for the other six hours. That's when the eureka moment happened for me. I said, I'm going to put products on there, share the revenues with the cable company. And so this was back in the early 80s. So it's, you know, 30-plus years ago. I said, uh, you know, I want to be you know, uh, a, a, a product selling entrepreneur. So because, you know, what, what can I put on the downtime of the airwaves? And so I started putting products up on discovery and then it went to lifetime and then other cable and then went to Europe and then to Asia. And all of a sudden it was a global business, but that was, I call it a Eureka moment because, you know, I think like as an entrepreneur would think when you see something that just doesn't make sense to you, like you're watching TV and there's nothing on the screen on a particular channel. And you think, well, if I owned that channel, what could I put on there that would generate revenues? Well, let's put some products up. So, so that's, you know, I, I put myself in the shoes of the other side oftentimes. And it, it this is kind of how inventors think about inventing, you know, what problems do I have around the house and how can I solve them? And what could I do to solve these problems with something some kind of a product. So you've got to get inquisitive. You've got to get some curiosity. You've got to focus, but you also have to act now because that, that was my first book, Act Now, How I Turn Ideas into Million Dollar Products. But the, the reason I say you have to act now is because I could have been watching TV and said, you know what, someday I'm going to go to that channel and see if they'll take some products and we'll do some kind of a deal to see if I can make some money in that relationship. And someday maybe never comes around for a lot of people. But for me, because I say act now when you have the idea, that idea came around. I took the meeting and they said, absolutely. You want to take some time? What do you want to put up there? And we did it. And we built a $500 million business annually out of that. So you, you just have to know when to go after uh, uh, the opportunities in front of you. So spe- speed of implementation. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, in- in my first book, I talk a lot about mindset, and the name of the book is Change Your Mind, Change Your Results. And there's a lot of people that some, sometimes we're talking about business, and especially entrepreneurs. Um, there's a difference between entrepreneurs and technicians, and not everyone that has a company is necessarily an entrepreneur. And I talk a lot about mindsetting and actually understanding the difference between the mindset of an employee versus an entrepreneur. You referenced mindset a moment ago, and I want to touch on that for just a second. What, what's the shift that you think people need to make? For those all listening in the Change of Results community and family, what's the shift that, that people need to make in order to go from the traditional where I have a J-O-B to, to being an entrepreneur? I think that probably the first step, it isn't necessarily like an overnight thing for, for some people because – I understand you may have been, you know, ingrained in in going to your nine to five job. And this is, you know, it's safety. It's you get that weekly paycheck. There's a a nervousness about stepping out on your own. Uh, Oftentimes it takes maybe even an investment of some capital. So you might have some capital that you've got to put at risk. And then you're at risk of, of will, when will the income happen? And so you've got people telling you that this is a tough thing, wives and husbands, depending on, you know, what, what you've got and, and bankers, aunts and uncles that tell you, you know, why, why take the risk Just stay with your stable job that you've got. But, you know, so, so the mind shift, the, the first 
part of the shift occurs when you truly believe that you can make it happen. Okay. So it's so me. I was a very confident young entrepreneur. So I have a saying that I, and, and this is, I'll, I'll tell you who created this, but it's whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, sincerely believe and enthusiastically act upon must inevitably come to pass. Now that's Paul J. Meyer from the SMI success motivation Institute, Waco, Texas. He passed away a few years ago, but when I was a young entrepreneur, I vividly imagined great things. I ardently desired them. Lots of people can imagine things and want them, right? The, the missing link is sincerely believing that you can get it. And so I always had that. And now I say, what happens though, for those that want it and see it and believe it, they don't act upon it. And that's, that's that missing link. And that's the enthusiastically acting upon that then if you do that, it's going to happen for you. Well, let me ask you this question. I think that's interesting. And thank you for that because I think so many people, and it's, you know, and I've said this before, and we just held a, uh, our largest event of the year was uh, just this past, not, not this past weekend, but just over a week ago, week and a half ago. And uh, when I step off stage, one of the questions I get asked a lot is the how. And the other thing that we get asked a lot is how did you get started? So, um, and by that question, they're referring to it's easy. And I, people say this to me all the time, Sean, you know, it's easy for you. You know, everything you touch turns to gold. Is it easy? Well, I'll say this. It's, it's easier the more you do it, right? But it's not easy. No. I mean, you have to have doors slammed in your face and people tell you that they're, they're not interested. You've got to get ripped off and stolen from uh, sometimes before you figure it all out. Now, there are some people that get lucky, and there then they might say it's easy. But that's, you know, it, it takes a, a lot of perseverance uh, being an entrepreneur. You know, if you're only going to do one deal, yeah, you, you might have got lucky and it was easy. But most entrepreneurs, it's building, it's grinding, it's, it's hustling. It, you know, it's a struggle to get there. It's, you got to raise the capital then. And, and the, you know, the bigger you're going to go, the tougher it's going to be. So, no, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's actually, it's only for, for those that really are able to roll up their sleeves and dig deep into their hearts and, and have the desire and the passion and the, the work ethic to, to go do it, to be honest with you. There's a whole lot of truth to that, and I, I, I fervently believe what you just said. You know, I ask a lot of folks, and I don't take a lot of one-on-one clients anymore in the, in the coaching realm. Uh, I've been doing this for many, many years. I joke with people that I had a full head of hair when I started coaching entrepreneurs. But one of the things I ask people that indicate to me they want to work with me one-on-one is, are you prepared to do anything it takes, provided it's legal and ethical, to achieve the goals and objectives that, that you've outlined? Would you agree with that? Is, is, that, an, is that a necessary component to, to actually believe that you can and that you are going to? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, let's put it this way. There's different levels of being an entrepreneur. If you want to open a retail store, you want to open a bar, you want to open a restaurant, you know, it, it, that's, a, that's not, you know, going to be such that you're, you're not going to be able to figure it out. You've got, you know, it's a retail play, people are coming in, um, and, you know, you can, you can figure out how to operate that kind of a business. But if, and I'm not belittling that at all, but my father did that his entire life. He, he owned restaurants and bars and, and it wasn't easy. He worked 80 hours a week, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, but he also had a, a limit 
to the amount of money he could make. Because in a restaurant, you're, you know, if, if, you, if you're going to gross a million or $2 million, by definition, you're, you're not going to make a million dollars. At best, you can make three to four hundred, five hundred thousand, whatever the number is. It's, it's, it's going to be finite. Okay? So I think there's another form of entrepreneurship that is infinite. And, and that was what I chose to get into when I decided, you know, I want to, I want to be a product entrepreneur that wants to go global and sell products in a hundred countries and do billions of dollars. And that is when it becomes a, you know, a, a much more difficult path. So when you set your sights to, to earn infinite and unlimited amounts of income, uh, it's, it's a little bit different. So I think there's, there's varying degrees of, of being an entrepreneur and, and some that take on more risk, more challenges. And, and you and I were talking before the show here, we, you know, both of us traveling like, like lunatics, right? I have 18 events that I'm doing in the month of October. Um, and so getting in and out of them a day in, a day out, and this and that, it's, you know, it's, there's, there's barely a couple days left for family and all of that. So, you know, of course, this is probably my busiest month of the year this year, and things will slow down as, as the holidays come. But it's, you know, it, why do we choose to do these things? Because we're entrepreneurs and we're looking for the infinite opportunities. It's very true. And that really, really great point on the whole time and activity management thing. We are with Kevin, Har- Kevin Harrington. This is Results Radio. I am Sean Shuchak. We are going to take a break for just two minutes. Stay tuned. Listen to what our amazing sponsors have to say. They are the ones that allow us to bring this to you, these amazing stories and the insights you get from some of our great guests. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. November 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2017 is going to change the way you see entrepreneurship, business, and wealth forever. Three days, world-renowned celebrity speakers and teachers, the best minds in the world. Mark it on your calendar. Here's a hint. It's all happening in sunny San Diego, California. Keep listening for more major surprises. We are back with the Kevin Harrington. I have a question for you, Kevin. Um, this is interesting. We talk about entrepreneurship and we talk about what it takes. We talk about the dedication of time, investment of, of energy, and even money, of course, in a lot of cases. Um, but I want to I really talk about why did you get into business? You know, one of the things that's discussed a great deal is why, why do we come on, become entrepreneurs? Is it a drive? Is it freedom? Is it, I didn't want to be, uh, I didn't want to have a boss, wh- whatever the case may be. What, why did you get into business and why is that such a passion for you? So, you know, I, I, I had a very interesting uh, upbringing. I was one of six kids. I had a fantastic and have a fantastic family, both my parents. My father was 93 a week away when he, when he passed a few summers back. And he was an entrepreneur, so I, I had that entrepreneurial spirit. I saw him work, but I saw him work 80 hours a week, and I saw that he reached a peak of what he could make and then he retired, and I saw a man that could have become wealthier for the amount of time that he actually worked. And so I said to myself, if I'm going to work that hard, I want to make you know, lots of money, right? More money, right? So he, he successfully raised a family of six and in and, and a decent home and all of that. But I, I just felt that he was a little short of what he wanted to be. And so I also, I happened to grow up in a neighborhood um, that had some pretty uh, fancy uh, families and some kids that, that had wealthy parents. Mine weren't, 
because I've had to pay my own way. Because in, in the restaurant business, there were there was I was number four out of six. By the time they got to me, you know, my older sisters had gotten uh, you know a little bit more luxury taken care of. Their schools and the kind of schools they went to when it came to me, I I paid my way through high school. I paid for my clothes. I moved out of the house when I was in in high school. Paid for my own apartment, my own car, my own college, my own everything. And I was hanging with kids that were flying around in private jets, thinking. I'd like that lifestyle, but I, I can't afford it, and I'm not getting it from my family, but how can I get it? I'm going to earn it. So, you know, one of my friends in the early days, his family, you know, they own the Cincinnati Reds, for example, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of cool hanging out with people like that, but it motivated me because I couldn't, you know, be part of that because I came from a normal family, right? It, you know, I'm not going to say we were we weren't poor but we weren't you know you know we weren't wealthy and certainly uh you know i would say middle income at best because by the time you raise six kids it got to me you know there wasn't much to go around so anyway it, that was very motivational for me my father was an entrepreneur i wanted to be an entrepreneur but i wanted to be an accelerated entrepreneur to be able to go big places fast in fact my first company that I've really formed that was you know, significant was it was called quantum because I was sitting there saying, I don't know what to call this company. I got to come up with a name, but all I know is it's going to be an unbelievable fast growth company like the world has never seen before. And we did $55 million our first year as quantum. And you know, that's what quantum means. So, you know, you set your sights and you go for it. And that's, that's what I did. That's awesome. I think a lot of people make the mistake that it's going to happen overnight. Can I, can I, and you just shed, you know, a little bit of light on the first year and what you did. For those people that say to you, Kevin, you know, I want it now, but I'm working a traditional eight to four, nine to five job and I get a paycheck every week or every two weeks and I'm making my 50 grand or a hundred grand or 150 grand or whatever it is a year, but I want it now. I want to be that multimillionaire today. What, what do you say to those people? Well, I, I say, Look, it's great to want it, but you, you have to pay your dues. They're, they're really, you can't, you got to be careful with shortcuts. I actually, that business that I started, Quantum, I started when I was, that, that was a company I started when I was 28 years old. I already had 13 years of entrepreneurship under my belt. Uh, I started my first business at the age of 15, grew that nicely while I was in uh, high school. Then I started a business when I was in college that grew to a multi-million dollar business with 25 employees, which forced me to drop out of college. And this was my third business then um, that I, that I was 28 years old. And, and, and then I knew I was ready for it. So, you know, I didn't just come right out of the chute and go to $55 million. I spent 13 years as an entrepreneur getting to be able to launch something that was going to go big. So I paid my dues, learned how to do it, learned how to get you know, promotion and publicity and get to the right deals and all of that. So, yeah, there's, I mean, the one thing about the Internet and mobile and the growth today, I will say that there are great opportunities to do some shortcutting in today's world. But, you know, you want to make them ethically and legally is, is the one thing that I'll say. So because that's important to have an honest ethical legal business because too many i've seen too many people go down uh because they took shortcuts that ended up catching them uh, off guard with federal agencies okay so that's something that i never do let me ask you this question if i'm if i'm someone out there who's listening right now i'm part of the results uh, results community and family or i just happen to go and download this because we we know this is everywhere on the internet as well when it goes out 
uh, and I'm listening to this interview right now, and I'm wondering, is it the right time for me to jump, to take that leap, to get into business for myself? When's the right time? If you're sitting there wondering, is now the right time? Then I'm going to tell you that it is. And that's because when you, that's what lets me know that somebody's ready, because if you're questioning, is it, you know, should I, is it right? Is it, you know, that you're that close to being exactly where you need to be, that just a little push and you need maybe a little mentoring, a little coaching, a little nudge, you know, and by the way, if after you get the little nudge, if it doesn't feel right, then you, you can still stop. But I, I believe, and this gets back to what I, what I, I, I said, and this is why I called my first book at now I had person after person, after person, after I had been successful that came to me and, and would, we would be talking and say, you know, I had this idea five years ago and somebody else came out with it. I didn't do it. And, you know, it was like, you know, like, are they bragging that they had the idea that somebody else made all the money on? I mean, they didn't do anything about it just to come up with the idea is nothing. Okay. I mean, I won't say nothing. It's worth about 10%. Okay. Right. So if you have the idea, but you don't move on it, you're not going to get the compensation. So I say, if you have the idea, act now, partner with someone, even if you're not ready. So if, you know, in, in, in a case of what we just talked about, somebody that says, is the time right? They're, they're leaning so hard into it at that moment that, it, and maybe, maybe they can't do it all their own. Maybe they should partner with someone or get some kind of a, a mentor advisory board together that will help and advise them and guide them to go about it in the right fashion since they haven't done it before. But that's the time when you need to really totally explore it all the way because some people sit at that point their entire life, that they're thinking that should I, would I, could I, can I, and they do it for year after year after year and they never pull the trigger and they never make it and they stay in that that same old nine to five J-O-B, like you said, and, and boy, that would be terrible. So I always say, if you're that close, pull the trigger, do the deal, and make it happen. And by the way, it, you know, Winston Churchill is the one that said, Su- success is being able to go from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm. All right? There's truth so, to that. Um, you, you know what I mean? And so now, I, in my business, I'm going to fail four times to get to the fifth one that's a winner, but I fail fast, I fail cheap, and the big ones pay for all of them times 100. So, you know, once you get that mentality, you're not afraid to do something. It's part of the process of being an entrepreneur. Wow, that's incredible. That, what you just said about failure is amazing. And for those of you listening today in our community and results radio, that, write that down. That, that's key in all this. You know, uh, you, you, some of the things you just talked about, Kevin, are really interesting. You know, I, I know people that have come to me and said, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for something to happen. And I call it aggressively waiting for the phone to ring, for opportunities to fall from heaven while we're sitting there with the, the sofa seatbelt on. And it, it's not going to happen. Let's be, let's be clear about that. I have two more questions for you. Um, and I always ask these questions of folks that I'm privileged to have this conversation with, interview for, for our listeners. You talked about uh, mentorship and coaching. Do you have and have you had uh, a coach or coaches? Yes. My father was my first mentor, and, and I, when I was 11 years old, 
I uh, started working inside his restaurants. He would he would teach me things about the operations, about show me where there was theft occurring inside the operation, et cetera, et cetera. It was amazing to learn at the age of 11, watching, you know, he showed me a beer truck delivery guy stealing beer, you know, kegs of beer. And as he was taking the empty kegs back to the truck, he was taking full kegs back to the truck. And he's like, well, we got that guy. He got fired that day. So it was amazing that my father wanted me to be an entrepreneur, so he taught me. He showed me the chefs were stealing steak knives and, the, um, and, and, and steaks. And so um, I learned early on what it meant to be an entrepreneur, and I realized that I need people in my life. I have financial coaches in my life. I, you know, I don't make investments without experts and, and, and accounting people and legal people. I have a legal mentor in my life. I don't sign agreements without some extreme due diligence. So... Yes, I have, I have speaking coaches in my life because I do speaking. So I never, I'm, I'm not a, a public speaker. I'm an entrepreneur. People were asking me to speak. What, what am I going to say? Well, let me talk to a coach. So, you know, uh, you know, so it's important to get experts in the areas of your life that you can use help in. And by the way, I built a seven-figure speaking business in a matter of two years, but it would have never happened had I not used coaches and mentors because I'm, you got to get asked back, right? So I'm going I'm I'm to stop you for yeah. a second because I think, and I, and I don't want to be rude or disrespectful, but I want to stop this because I get asked a lot of questions. As you know, I'm branded as a number one results coach. I work all over the United States and Canada and sometimes off this continent. And I work with entrepreneurs, people who achieve some level of success, but have hit that ceiling. They know the glass ceiling. They know there's more. And they ask the question about coaches. Here, friends, and for those listeners, here is a gentleman we're speaking, Kevin Harrington, who is literally who is at the top of his game and has been for some time, who is talking about having coaches. And I want you to really engage with that, whether it's me you're working with or someone else who is, is at the top of their game, you need to have coaches. So I'm going to make an assumption based on what you just said that I know the answer to the next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. For those people listening today who are sitting on the fence and saying, I need, I need something, should it be a coach? Does everybody need a coach, especially entrepreneurs? Yes, everybody. I agree. That's why I'm where I am today, because yeah. I have, have yeah. and continue to have coaches. If anyone and, listening and let's today wants... I don't, I don't care. Mark Cuban's worth $3 billion. He needs a coach. Okay? So, I mean, you know, everybody, no matter what level you're at, I guarantee you there's some part of the business that you're, you're, you're not an expert at. And if you tighten up the ship a little bit in that particular weakness you will see amazing things happen. And the coach, the cost of a coach is an investment. It's not an expense. It, a, a good coach, right? A good coach, if for you know, the money they charge is going to 10x, 100x the return back to you if, you're, if you do it right. You heard it here first, friends. We're with Kevin Harrington. This has been an amazing show. Kevin, if people want to learn more about you, they want to buy copies of your book, how do they do that? Uh, my, it's just go right to my website. You can, my book's on Amazon also. It, uh, I've got two books. Kevin, uh, uh, the, the website is kevinharrington.tv and um, the um, kevinharrington.tv and, and uh, Amazon, it's uh, Act Now, How I Turn Ideas into Million Dollar Products. I've got an, another book called uh, How to Become a Key Person of Influence. 
Thank you very much. Results Radio. This is Results Radio. I am Sean Chuchak. I am the number one results coach in the country. I invite you to go to yourresultsradio.com. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It will make a difference. It will help you achieve the results you want, need, desire in your life, and ultimately you deserve. For more information on Kevin Harrington, our amazing guest from today, go to kevinharrington.tv. Go to Amazon, grab copies of his books. Thank you, Kevin, for being on the show today. It's been an honor and a pleasure. I look forward to the next time. Results Radio family, have an amazing day. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal. 